I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, there's a chill in the air. There is. It's it's quite cold. I had to turn the heat on in this house. Uh, smoke literally poured out of the vents when I turned the furnace on. Are you sure that wasn't just dust? It was smoke. It was burning dust turned into smoke. Oh. That's that's pretty amazing. And mm-hmm. because most dust is made out of uh, human skin. Actually, I think that there was just a guy hiding in the ductwork who happened to be smoking a bong oh. at the exact time. That he And I scared him. I turned the furnace on and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> He coughed out his he coughed out his bong rip his uh, strawberry cough. I did notice that everyone in the house got super high for for a few minutes after I turned the heater on. Mm-hmm. And how are you feeling now? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I think he left. Oh, it, it was too hot for him. Mm-hmm. He couldn't stand. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the ductwork. Right, hippie. Mm-hmm. I saw you came in and made fun of me because I was sitting barefoot uh, playing it, playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah, and, outside uh, in yeah. the cold. Yeah. Well, I had to smoke a cigar. And so, and take your shoes off to be more comfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, we we were driving. Uh, we were driving home from dinner uh, right before the show, and saw a, a VW bus, which I hadn't seen in a long time. The guy had like a surfboard strapped to the top of it, and a and a website. Really? I don't remember what the website was. Uh, it was scrawled in a nearly illegible script on the bumper, right. uh, but it was follow something dot wordpress dot com. Wow, because he's a hippie, so he can't afford his own domain name. Right. I was complaining to my brother earlier today because I was in the car with him and uh, we saw this girl who was holding one of those signs that is to a business. But um, I really liked the way that she was holding her sign, but but her body language was saying, I fucking hate this job and this is why I'm not flipping my sign around. Mm-hmm. She was probably 15 or 16 okay. and looked very sad and half of her face was covered with her own hair because she was trying to hide her appearance. Uh, but I was really happy about how like she maybe held, she had some Phantom of the Opera thing going maybe, on where she maybe was burned and that's why the only burns. job that she can get is sign holder. Yeah. And um, I was really happy with how she was holding her sign because I could read the sign and I was expressing to my brother how upset I get at uh, seeing sign uh, holders, flippers, flip their signs around because I can't read what it says. I think you can take solace in the fact that there's no way that you would ever want to go to any place that advertised like that. There is one place a few months ago that I saw um, near the office, which was a guy who had this big sign, big yellow sign, and it said Thai food. And then it had more information about uh, maybe a price. It was like five ninety nine lunch. And then the rest of the stuff that was on the sign, I could not read. And I was super angry because he would not hold a sign long enough for me to be able to read it. You could just and go. I did want to go. You could just go to the place. It Although, you know, the thing about them spinning it is when it's a big arrow is you have no idea where the fuck that store is. Exactly. He was not pointing. I later on put it together and found out where that place was. And it wasn't where the arrow was pointing. It could be like up above the street, 30 feet in the air. It could be. It could be like a Jetsons Thai restaurant. Yeah. Where they serve those lentils we were talking yeah, about last yeah. time. Yeah. Hey, those, those are good. I tried those. Oh, good. Yeah. Good, good. I haven't eaten anything since. Nice. Yeah. That's how it works. How mm-hmm. you been, Roy? Uh, I've been I feel okay. like it's been longer than a week since we did this. It has been. Well, uh, oh, yeah. It's been two weeks. Oh. Because of Thanksgiving. Oh, American yeah. Thanksgiving celebration. Mm-hmm. And uh, you went to Las Vegas. It's like, Las it's Vegas. like European Thanksgiving, except we use a soccer ball. Uh-huh. And uh, I uh, stayed here. Right, the you've gym. probably talked about this. On, I did. On yeah, I've talked po- about I've talked about the on your the, other the Las Vegas endeavors, all my other podcasts. Yeah, but uh, how was your how was your Thanksgiving, Roy? Oh, it was all right. I saw my family. Uh, it was it was righteous. 
uh, the, nothing really notable about it. I got to try a, um, what is it? The Xbox connects. Is that who makes okay, the connects? Okay. Huh? Mm-hmm. okay I tried the Microsoft's. Yeah. And I tried that. It was pretty, pretty cool. Sliced up some, uh, fruit. Oh yeah. You played fruit ninja connect. I did. Cool. I played a lot of it. Who in your family I, had one of those? Uh, Barnaby. Oh, I see. Yeah. It was that family. Yeah. I assumed you met your wife's family. Whenever I think about oh, you eating, no. I assume that you're eating with your wife's family. We actually did eat with them. And then see? after the meal, we went to uh, my brother's house and saw all of their extended family, like his wife's family, and then um, hung out with, with the rest of the family after the others had left. And I found out that my 20-year-old uh, nephew listens to the show. Great. And uh, he was expressing to me how he has uh, learned a lot of things about the family. Oh, good. That he didn't expect to learn. Huh. Yeah, that's great. pretty good. Are you now now petrified with fear? Do you now not want to... uh, You know that anything you say on this podcast is going to get back to your mother. Will will be held against me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're never going to be able to run for office. That, That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we when when his dad when his dad gets angry at him for for never doing anything except dropping acid he's gonna say but Uncle Roy said said, said, was, said that it was awesome okay. and yeah. that that's what I should do all day uh, except that I always did it under uh, adult supervision I, at home what, like while everyone, my parents were home I see and every once in a while when you would make me drive you places sure and talk and about it, how the trees were moving and not moving at the same time right. Which is a miracle, right? It's an amazing thing to watch. I don't know that I would call that a miracle, exactly. I, I, well, I don't know how it works, so I think it is a miracle. Jesus might get angry at you for no, I don't step, think so. stepping, on his, uh, stepping on his terminology there. Uh, no. No? You don't no, think so? I don't think so. No, you you uh, talked to him. <laughs> you talked to him that night. Yeah, he was, he, he was, he was cool, cool with it. With it. Yeah. Um, my nephew also expressed that he would like to be on the podcast to give a... Uh, a young person's point oh, a of young view. person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ask a twenty-year-old. Huh? He'll be twenty-one this month. What do we need to? Oh man, we should we should have his first cocktail. It could be. Scenario. Yeah, probably, I'm, I'm sure he's never. He's probably never tasted touched, touched yeah, alcohol. Never touched the stuff. Um, sure. I mean, everybody can benefit from the perspective of a, a twenty-year-old male. Mm-hmm. Sure. Day. I mean, he might have a different perspective on. I mean, he probably literally knows everything. Yeah, he probably could be. He's like, oh, you, you de- definitely a 15-year-old girl is too young to date. 16 and you're fine. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. good stuff to know. Yeah, sure. I mean, I could have used that advice last week. Mm, yes, I've that's true. a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't have been able to do a show anyway. Oh, okay, right. Uh, yeah. So what, what else, what else on your, on your docket there? I saw you, uh, you I saw you carrying a docket. Sure. Oh yes. On my docket. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was a docket record. <laughs> um, I learned that the new twilight movie, uh, causes seizures. Oh yeah. Did you hear this no. uh, in the news? Did, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> uh, there, there's like some, uh, birth sequence because she finally does it with the vampire and a uh, spoilers. Uh, oh right, and then she gestates for like two weeks, and then a something a like that breaks her back on the way out. Maybe something like that, and it breaks her back with a, uh, with a three times per second strobe light. It's something like that. The the filmmakers edited it in a certain way where the screen is black and white and red um, all over, uh-huh. and uh, some people had seizures uh, um, from it. 
Cool. Which, you know, I mean, if, if there wasn't proof already that that ter- movie is terrible, that should probably be it. I learned a couple things from Wikipedia in, uh, in doing some, uh, actually doing some research for my job, uh, oh, really? which involved reading the Wikipedia article about the bangles. Uh, okay. and, uh, so uh, uh, Manic Monday was written by Prince. Oh, which I, which I did not know. And uh, on Eternal Flame, apparently the producer of that album convinced the girl uh, to record her vocals in the nude uh, because he told her that that's how Olivia Newton-John got her awesome sound. And physical. Yeah. Really? Yeah, apparently. Huh. And uh, that is like that a... how Olivia Newton-John got her amazing sound? I doubt it. In the nude? You never know. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah. The, did he also make I mean, the claim that she needed to have of, photographs? Yeah, no, also, uh, she used this special gargle. Uh, I keep some here in my penis. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, she, she, uh, the women's clothes are complicated, right? So it may, I might, I mean, like, oh, that's true. You know, it's very a, constricting. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I don't know. You know, maybe mm. like if you go into the recording Holding studio in with, all like the a, vibrato. with like a sports bra. Yeah, it keeps all your vibrato in. From, from showing or from yeah. expressing itself. From expressing itself, yeah. You mm-hmm. can't break any... Uh, when you saw those commercials of the woman singing and then the the wine glass would break, they had actually photoshopped in the clothes. Oh, Because you can't yeah. do that if you have clothes on. Back before they had Photoshop. That's why, the, that's why the tenors got so fat. It was so that you wouldn't be able to see their dicks. Oh, that, make, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I believe you. Uh, we both saw the we both saw the new Muppets movie. Yeah, yeah, and you were skeptical when I when I told you. Well, I'm I'm sorry, you weren't skeptical. You just said you didn't have a real relationship to the Muppets, and you sounded like you weren't interested in really watching it. Yeah, I kind of decided on a whim uh, to see it yesterday, actually, and uh, I don't know. You know, it it was really it was really very good. Mm-hmm. It, it it was just uh, I was just made very happy by yeah. watching it. Yeah, you feel I, great, right? I knew enough about the character. I mean, I, I watched the Muppet Show growing up, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I was too I was too little to really get it, right? You know, sure. I, I mean, I it's agree. like oh, the, the frog is you know okay, cool, it's a frog or whatever. So like once it got past the like being interested in a teddy bear phase, I didn't have you know it was like oh, this isn't Star Wars. Who gives a shit? Although they were once on the Muppet Show, were they after Empire Strikes Back? Hmm. Um, you know what? What I thought was great about it is that if you were a fan of the Muppets, um, you'd be very happy about them sort of being back. And if you weren't a fan, it's a, or didn't really know about them, because I'm sure a lot of kids that don't really know the Muppets have gone to see this movie now. It's a really great introduction to them, but it's also. Um, more about how the Muppets are relevant again, I think. Oh, yeah? In, in a sense, it, it's sort of um, sort of the joyful aspects of what the Muppets are and represent are still exactly something what the, that, Exactly what the world needs right now. Well, uh, Love, sweet love. There's still a place for it. I was sad that there was no pigs in space. Oh. I liked pigs in space because it was in space, but sure. I don't think I actually liked it. Yeah, well, Miss Piggy has always kind of bothered me a little bit. Uh, yeah, she's and, a she's a wart on on an otherwise uh, unblemished. Uh, but uh, I think she's necessary. I I don't think that uh, the show would be as good without her. You know who I found myself liking a lot on in, in this movie was Scooter. Oh yeah, Scooter's a good character. There wasn't enough Statler and Waldorf. Oh yeah. sure, <laughs> they really bothered me as a kid. Really? Yeah. Huh. I had a really hard time with them. Mm. I and remember. The, I think I remember Sam the Eagle sometimes. Yeah, it seemed like he was always in. They, they, but he was like the guy smiley of the Muppets. They'd put him in the boring stuff. Right, right. But I, I wonder if it would be uh, 
much better for us now, like watching it again. Oh, I bet it would be. Because some amazing stars were on that show. Sure. Willie Nelson. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mart- Martin. Yeah. Martin Short. Gilda Radner was, was on The Muppet Show. Cool. Carrie Fisher, but which before she, I mentioned. Before she died. Yes. Uh, boy, Carrie she Fisher. hasn't been. On, I saw there are the these videos since. that Carrie Fisher and William Shatner have been uh, making lately. They, yeah, like last week, where they were yelling at each other about and just being mean about Star Trek versus Star Wars. Really? Yeah, and it's awful. It's hard oh. to watch. It makes me really sad. Were they being serious? No, I they were just. I think they were they joking were, around. They were, they were. They were goofing. But okay. uh, yeah, it wasn't very funny. It wasn't very funny. Uh, it could have used some editing. Uh, mm sort of I don't know William Shatner just looked like he turned a webcam on he was just sitting at his desk that could be I don't know Uh, and speaking of editing I know that you've talked about this on on your other podcast the video games uh, podcast which can be found at that website Um, that website dot wordpress dot com yeah uh, the American Juggalo um, documentary I thought was very well edited and, and listeners, you should go to AmericanJuggalo.com and watch this 22-minute documentary about the Juggalo gathering. It will probably make you appreciate your own life more. Sure. I mean, I feel if you're a Juggalo, you're going to really enjoy it because it's a representation of Juggalos. Um, I feel in a somewhat unbiased way i mean it's it, i i think to to some extent it is impossible to approach certain things without without a bias and inha- well no without or without the nature of them creating an inherent bias sure right but it it did it didn't try to trick anyone into saying anything it just sort of allowed people to talk about yeah. whatever they were interested in talking about <sighs> woo, yeah. Woo. Woo, woo. yeah yeah they were excited about uh family Right? Sure. Really uh, and, and big proponents of family. Uh, doing literally a thousand whippets. Uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You ever done a thousand whippets? I've never even done one whippet. Oh. Yeah. Ever done a, have you ever done a whippet? Yeah. You should, yeah, I had a night of, of whippets. You should let your nephew know how that, how that Oh, was. I didn't. <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't anything. I did it once. It wasn't anything that I wanted to repeat again. It was definitely something that I felt was doing something that probably had negative side effects. Per- permanent. It did permanent not, not permanent, but it, it seemed like this is probably not something that uh, one should do a lot. Even more. Or more again. Ever again. Ever again. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, your brain is deprived of oxygen and that's what does the weird high. Well, I mean, the the, the gas itself does something. Right, because otherwise they would. They oh, wouldn't, it makes your voice be. funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those were whippets, right? I think I think somebody played a joke on you. Uh, no, it's uh, laughing gas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah American Juggalo, check it out. It's, yeah, there's some nudity. You watch out for that. Sure, and don't get too excited. There's good titties and bad titties. Yeah, there's some good titties and bad titties, and there's some good teeth and bad teeth, and they, they yeah, they're. Uh, Six, they're all intermixed. If there's six of one, there's not a half dozen of the other. Um, it, it has some amazing lines in it, which I will probably quote from now on. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be your your uh, my, your my. generation's Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, yeah. <laughs> American Juggalo. Uh, I mean, there's titties, there's weed, there's <clears throat> fast food. All the titties, all the weed, all the fast food. That's that's what this guy was the the most excited about. Yeah, all the fast food, titties and weed and fast food. I mean, you know, which. Uh, excites anyone like some 20 year old kid from the midwest who works at taco bell yeah but he was convinced that life was a terrible 
uh, thing until he went to the gathering mm-hmm. and saw all those things. I, I wonder how bad does your life have to be that that is the high point of your year? I, well, I don't know. I, well, they're in the culture, so that is the high point of their, their year. I don't think it's because the rest of their life is so shitty. I bet the rest of their life is pretty shitty. I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to guess. I've been to Cave in Rock, Illinois. It was near where I was near where I grew up. We once uh, we once floated down the Ohio River past the cave where Cave in Rock, Illinois gets its name. Ah, is uh, it a cool cave? Uh, it's not really very cavey. It isn't? No. It's like an overhang. Oh. So it's like ledge above water. But that wasn't as good a name. No, I, I don't know. And I never understood if it was a rock, like a rock that had caved in or a cave in a rock. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. It could have just been called Ledge Made Out of Rock, mm-hmm. Illinois. It was like Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. That means uh, cheese liking. Huh. Really? Yeah. Font means cheese? F- uh, oh, both of those things mean f- <laughs> cheese like. Because <laughs> fondue is cheese, but I was thinking fond just as in being fond of something. Oh. Fond of. Oh, fond. Yeah. yeah. I thought fond you said font lack. like a fountain of cheese. Lack is probably, oh, a font of cheese. Wow. Okay. Or yeah. maybe just like a, like a bunch of uh, pictures of Swiss cheese with the holes making it into letters. Oh, it's right, a, right. A, uh, cheese font. Oh, I guess that would be a typeface of cheese. Mm, if okay. We're, if we're being pedantic about it. Sure. Uh, but you would be if you're into that kind yeah. of stuff. What else is on your list, right? Oh, we don't have to talk talk about all of sure this. Sure, we do. Oh, uh, I also learned that during uh, Black Friday, a lady used uh, pepper spray in order to get the deals, mm-hmm. which was very upsetting to me. That is, I, I've, I keep seeing, uh, I keep seeing uh, that story unfolding. Did uh, they catch her? There was a. Do they I, know? I don't know. Ugh, I hope they do. There I was hate somebody. That. Somebody claimed that it was because uh, gamers are evil. Because gamers, <laughs> yeah, are she evil? had to protect herself. It was like there was like a rape brigade oh. coming at her. Did you hear the local one where this this guy um, was apprehended by Walmart employees or Walmart security because they thought he was trying to steal something? And he put a video game in his waistband because he's trying to help his grandson up who was being trampled by other people. Hmm. And uh, what they did is they they tackled him and like slammed his face into the floor. Mm-hmm. It was real bad. Yeah, you know, I don't know who to hate the most. I don't know. When I, I, I don't go shopping about, on uh, Black Friday because I, I think that's bullshit. I just hate going anywhere in December. Mm-hmm. If I if every once in a while I will find myself like I will need something from Best Buy or whatever, and, and I it's will, a pain and in I the will ass. get there and I'll be like, oh fuck, right? Yeah, it's, I forgot all about yeah, this. I forgot that this is a thing that people do because I do all my Christmas shopping on Amazon, or I just don't buy Christmas presents for anybody. Sure, because I'm I mean, an that, asshole. That works. Yeah. Um, you know, I I go Christmas shopping, but I don't, you know, run when the starter pistol goes off. Yep. I you buy stuff for people. I also make stuff for people. You like wasting money, so you don't care about getting the best deals. I don't. I don't. You shut your uh, your your own your web store down on Black Friday. I did. You were like, we're not taking any of your money at fuzzyballsapparel.net. Yeah. You can give it to us later. Mm-hmm. It's .com. Made a statement. <laughs> Isn't it also .net? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Probably. I probably let that lapse. <laughs> huh. Does that mean that advicehotdog.net is going to lapse someday, no, too? No, it's not. Well, I mean, every website lapses eventually, I guess. Yeah, sure. It's sure, it does. No, I'm, I'm on top to of that shit. You also have to pay taxes on all of them. Sure. Roy, we have a lot of questions. We have a yeah, lot of we, do. Uh, we have a lot of business to take care of. We got mm-hmm. a lot of we got a lot of, and old. We got a lot of podcasts to do. But uh, mm-hmm. before we do that, Roy, 
Let's have a cocktail. Let's do. Tonight's cocktail is the uh, <clears throat> Flying Dutchman, uh, which is just a goddamn glass of gin. <laughs> it, it, arguably, uh, so it's, it's supposed to be a... a it should be called like the a, Crashing Dutchman. It's like a gin martini. Uh, so it's like uh, five. Well, the recipe called for eight parts gin, one part vermouth. I did five parts gin, one part vermouth because I didn't want to kill still Roy. Too much. Uh, but you pour it into a glass lined with curacao. Like you just pour a few drops in there and like run it around the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't do a goddamn thing. This no, is, it does This is just a glass of gin, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. A, I don't mind a gin martini, but I like to have some. I like to have some olive brine in it. The saltiness cuts mm. the cuts the gin taste Can't a little bit but just use uh like pepperoncini brine Ooh, that would probably be good we didn't even think of that jalapeno juice yeah we could have made a we could have made up our own kind of martini that has a, skewered, a, martini. a skewered ghost pepper in it oh right and then the rest of the show would just be us convulsing and hallucinating sure i mean it's probably gonna be anyway it might give us a, a double double rainbow hmm uh, we got some old business to take care of. Sure, yeah. Unless, we do. unless you're too doubled over with imaginary hantavirus to. No, I'm not. <clears throat> Turns out I don't have that. Um, do you want to read some of these? Oh, well, okay. Neil writes, "Dear advice, hot dog. I just wanted to let you know that I totally have read Bloom County anthologies to the exclusion of all else before. It didn't take two weeks, more like a few days, but it was totally worth it, and I recommend it to everyone. Yeah, no, so so did I. I I oh. when I was in high school, uh." the walmart had like a bargain book table out front and there was this gigantic bloom county anthology for like 50 cents so i was like yeah it was weird and i have no i'd never read any bloom county but i bought the thing and then i just like spent a couple days reading it i I was pretty good never seriously read it i've read a few once in a while it's no calvin and Hobbes. no it's not it is not I started reading that again because you once got me that anthology Mm -hmm. of everything that calvin and Hobbs both put out. That was a pretty good Christmas present, huh? Yes, it Maybe was. Maybe I'm not as much Fantastic. of an asshole as I thought. Yeah, you're never an asshole. Oh, come on. I'm an asshole a lot of the time. Mm. Well, that's why people love you. Uh, Kirkifer says, you should mention Fuzzy Balls Apparel on the show. I didn't know you ran it. Yes, I do. And you mentioned it. So thank you. You can uh, go there and look at things. Uh, Nick, uh, d- Nick, this is different than Neil. This is a good day for uh, four-letter names that start with N. Uh, I just started listening to the show for the past few weeks. It's better than most programming I hear on the radio. Well, gosh, thanks. I also noticed that you have a terrible cream dilemma that I hope to try and clear up. Cream is broken down into different types based on the amount of fat in the cream. Half and half the cream used in coffee or actual coffee cream, 18 to 30%, has 10 to 18% fat, goes all the way up the fat spectrum to extra heavy cream, which has 38%. These percentages only apply in the States. Other countries have their own standards for the amount of fat used in each type of cream. I cannot help answer your question as to what type of cream to use in making drinks because apparently that is the last fact not yet posted on the internet. Hey, you know what would be really funny is it- if you took that and you speeded it up <laughs> um the, so the, the, i mean we could have just googled cream uh, thanks nick but hey we did ask for people to write right okay but what, the, the, but the question that we asked was the one thing that he admits to not being able to actually explain to us which was what what type of cream to use in making drinks oh when a recipe says cream, what the fuck yeah, are they talking true. about? Is okay. what and yeah, still the oh. and I mean th- to be fair, there's no way to Google that. I mean, I tried. I typed when a recipe says cream, what the fuck are they talking about? And, and what and was Google, the result? Google was like, I don't, I don't know what you're. It's, they took you to the website. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Dot wordpress. Dot com. Um, it was like, look, I mean, we're looking at your history. Here's some more porn. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you got a bunch of shirts. We, I did. We did. <laughs> I'm holding my arm arms up uh, as if I was on a diet. Um, I got three packages uh, from 
Uh, Kirk, who actually checked to see if I had gotten it, and I didn't know that I had, but it was in the mail. It's this awesome uh, Star Wars shirt, actually a Darth Vader shirt. And Rose sent us this shirt, uh, which is this um, really great one-up shirt. But uh, she says that uh, she lost a bunch of weight, so it's really big on her now. And I can see how, because the shirt is uh, like this big square. Yeah, it's weird. It's like um, as, as it's like for a bigger, shorter person. Yeah. Than than you, and it's gonna. Um, I am going to take a picture with it on me. That's gonna be like a, your belly button is gonna be sticking out of <laughs> the bottom might. of it. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm gonna maybe turn it into a pillow. Okay. But I'm gonna send you a shirt, uh, and also Kirk a shirt, and then we also had Kimberly. Kirk a shirt. Kirk a shirt. Yeah, Kimberly uh, from Kenyon College, who actually uh, wrote, a, wrote a postcard to go along with yeah. the uh, shirt, says, uh, Hey, Zach and Roy, my sorority bought these t-shirts a few years back to sell as a fundraiser. There was a problem with the order, and to make up for it, American Apparel decided to give us twice as many as we'd asked for. We've been trying to sell them ever since, and have ended up with a pile of large and nothing else. So uh, here are some lovely Amish crossing shirts for the both of you from the sisters of Zeta Alpha Pi. You know my favorite thing about this? The sorority what? is Zap. Yeah. That is a fucking awesome sorority name. What do you think that's supposed to mean? I don't know. Okay. I mean, it could just be like a laser sorority. Oh, right. Right. Maybe yeah. maybe all the pictures on your laser tits website are girls who are alumnus. From the sorority. Alumnuses. What do, you call a, what do you call a sorority? Like a legacy? What do you call a... No, a legacy is when uh, someone in your family sure. used to be in it. What do you right? call so a, former, a former sorority girl? I don't think you're ever a former sorority girl. Oh, really? Once you're, it's like you can take the girl out of the sorority, but you can't, you can't take the diseases the girl got while she was in the sorority out of the, out of the girl. No, I, I this is, this is probably an academic sorority. Yeah. Right. Well, it's an Amish, uh, joke kind of thing on the shirt. So yeah. probably I'm yeah. excited. I've never, yeah, she sent us too. So you're going to, I'm going to wear it. I've you're never, gonna I've it? never had a yellow shirt and right. I'm going to, I'm going to wear it. I've been in a, I've been in a, trying to not wear You've black. You've never had a yellow shirt? I don't think I've ever had a yellow shirt. Really? I have like four or five. Yeah, but you you specialize in the most garish possible clothing. <laughs> sure. I'm, I've, I've always been more of a black t-shirt kind of guy. Yeah, that's but true. I'm, but I'm trying to expand black pocket tee. Horizons. I guess I did wear a bunch of brightly colored pocket tees when yeah, I was Yeah, you had a school. fluorescent green one, I remember. I did. That was awesome. I have some photos of you on that. Yeah. Uh, Rose also sent a little bottle of Southern Comfort, so I oh. think maybe our next uh, cocktail will include that. Something that requires a very small amount of Mm-hmm. comfort for both of us and then she also sent you some chocolates all right which you were really happy to receive <clears throat> they weren't chocolate buttholes like that guy from england gave us no. right did you okay. eat one of those i did not you know it's weird you know corinne ate one and she said it was really good but i just can't eat i can't butthole. do it either i'm normally not squeamish about that kind of thing we, we went to the uh we went to the the exploratorium in san francisco and they had a toilet they had a toilet that had it was like a water fountain that was made out of a toilet. Mm-hmm. And uh, you wouldn't drink like, out of it? I would. No, I would. I, and nobody else oh. would. Nobody else in my group was like, ew, gross. I'd be like, what? And I just went up and drank it. I was like, it's, it's porcelain. A, it's a water fountain. It, like, the fact that it's shaped like a toilet doesn't mean anything. And I could have looked at that and thought, oh, it's chocolate. The fact that it's shaped like a tiny butthole uh, doesn't mean anything. But yeah, just couldn't do it. You know what it is about the butthole chocolate is that um, in order to make the mold, you have to use an actual butthole. And I, what I think in my mind is then they just took the mold and immediately poured chocolate into it. They didn't it. even clean it. No. Yeah. That's right. They were just like, oh, should we, should we lube up the mold? Eh, no, it's already yeah. pretty greasy. Yeah. It'll be fine. fine. Mix in with the dark chocolate. Yeah. And so uh, Kimberly also had an advice question and so did, uh, so did uh, Neil. No. Nick. So did Nick, but we'll get to those. Uh, we'll get to those in that section of the show because I think we have more old business, or don't we? 
Uh, I think that might be it for old, old business. Oh no, we wanted to thank Dex for making the oh making yeah, the yeah, video yeah, yeah, in Mexico, mm-hmm. which yeah. was really great. I posted that on the Facebook, and it's got hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. I've it, I've become a viral sensation. Oh, does it really? No, no oh no. Okay, well you should go watch I'm no, it. I'm no Justin Bieber. <laughs> That's true. I'm no uh, what what in the butt, Roy. <laughs> um, you should go watch it. Yeah. Uh, just search for Mexico on YouTube, and you'll probably find it. Well, I, I did post it so people can find a link on, on the Facebook. We also received two postcards, which I was really happy about. And the first postcard that I read, which I am going to do an interpretive dance to this question, okay, is I was wondering what would be a good gift for my four-year-old niece. And this is from uh, Shopping from Seattle. It's really Felgod. <laughs> Most of the postcards that we get are from Felgod, which is awesome. Oh, really? the, the other one we got is not See, from Felgod. This is how we know that the postcard thing works now is because there's just an endless stream of postcards. It's like, uh, so if, you, if, you, if you're if you a computer guy and you want to know whether a server is responding on the internet, you'll do like a ping and you'll just have it like send a packet every few seconds right. and then you've just got it scrolling by. And so what Felgod has been doing has been pinging us with postcards. Oh. So we knew the moment that we started being able that to receive started postcards working. because that's when they started showing up from Felgod. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Uh, so I mentioned the, this question in the office, and our good friend Patrick, uh, his suggestion was to get her a dildo. I don't think that's an appropriate gift for a four-year-old. This but is a too obvious. A joke. What am I? What you know? Maybe like what a know? maybe like a wooden uh, horse. Get her something that she can eventually use as a dildo. That she could install a dildo onto <clears throat> someday. Yeah. Right. Not like right if away. She has the just, know-how. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one, okay. one, you know, someday when she needs the money. Right. Um, I was listening to the radio today, and I learned of a new service which works kind of like Netflix, but it's for toys. And uh, you sign up for all these toys that your kids want to play with, and you pay by the month, and they arrive free of shit. You know, free shipping. Um, and they play with them, and when your kids are uninterested in them you send them back and the next thing on your lists uh shows up and i was wondering if this would be a good idea for adult toys what do you think like sex toys yeah no i think that's a god-awful idea why i mean they've already been broken in yeah but i mean like you go the, the right way to use an adult toy is you go to the store and, and you use try it one? out a bunch of times at the store oh. to make sure that it's the one that you want and because sure. you don't want to like it, this is an emotional thing, right? You don't want to imprint on a, a, a dildo that you have to send back. Oh, right. right? It can right, be really right. like you can get like separation anxiety. It can exactly. be really traumatic. Okay. Thing. I see. I see what you mean. Yes. Um, man, I have no idea what to buy little kids. It's always really difficult because uh, it's like for, you know, four-year-olds are really adept at using technology. So I would suggest an iPad too. Okay. My my four-year-old uh, nephew uses the uh, the iPad a lot. He loves uh, Inspector Gadget. He watches that on the iPad. Huh. Couldn't you watch that on something that didn't cost as much as an iPad and was harder to break? It's not as cool. And he doesn't break it. But he doesn't know that. He doesn't know. A four-year-old... Here's the thing about a four-year-old. You could show a four-year-old, like, a tiny black and white TV from the 60s, and that four-year-old will flip his shit. He will never. He will literally never have seen anything like that before. That's true. Uh, my parents recently showed me their little black and white TV from from the '60s, which uh, was covered in rat feces. So I didn't plug it in, or I didn't get a chance to plug it in to see if it worked. This is why I thought I had hantavirus. Oh, okay. Um, because you were watching that show about rat feces, <laughs> exactly on the old television. Yeah, it was really cute. All those little little mice. 
Um, huh. So you didn't plug it in because of the feces? No, uh, where we were, uh, we were at my parents' old ranch, and uh, the house didn't have electricity, so I wasn't going to take it home so that I could plug it in to see if it worked. I will next time. Okay. But um, did you did you wipe it off? On what? On my face? <laughs> no, you know, did you clean the television? So it, it, no, it was in the... Oh, sorry. Uh, it was... I don't know. You can't move the rat feces or it'll stop working. No. Uh, the TV was actually in its original box. So it was in the box and the box had feces on I it. I see. Had they ever used it? Yeah. This is what uh, my eldest brother, Barnaby, used to watch uh, Sesame Street when it first started in the okay. 70s. In black and white? In black and white. Yeah. It didn't start in black. It was color when it started, right? Yeah, but they had a black and white television. No, I understand that. I mean, I... I oh, yes, yes. It was... Uh, the signal was in color. I had a little black and white TV growing up, and I knew that the stuff that I was watching would have been in color if I... Really? But, I mean, well, well, eventually. I didn't know that when I was a little, little kid, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I had never seen anything before. So you could literally... Like, if you were careful with a baby, you could, like... You could get that baby to just flip its shit about anything. Like, like you ra- the village, right? Like, you yeah, keep you them ra- in and... So you, uh, raise, you raise the baby, like, biblically, maybe. Uh-huh. So well, like, that's how babies right. babies happen. And then the first time you're like, hey, check it out. And you sit down where a menstruating woman has sat down and you don't burst into flames. The kid will be like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, that's true. What, yeah, what yeah, else yeah. don't I know? Although I don't think that that's the result of sitting on a chair that well, a menstruating woman right sat away. on. Oh, he, later. He, yeah, yeah late, eventually. Later. That's how your death is going to happen. You burst into flames over and over again right. when you're being, your soul is being tormented in hell. Got it from sitting in right, that chair. Right, because you accidentally sat someplace. Uh-huh. <laughs> Old Testament God was kind of a dick. And, but this is what I'm saying. Like, every every pleasant surprise that you deliver the kid is going to be like a whole new world. Not just pleasant, but amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 No, and then, like, you don't have to give him an iPad until he's, like, 60. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. And then it's like, here's an iPad preloaded with every episode of this great new show, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Be really excited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should do that for my parents. They love that show. <laughs> Get them an iPad preloaded with Matlock. And that's all that it can do. Yeah. yeah this, is not, this is not actually an iPod. This is the, this is the iMatlock. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. You know, special, specialization is mm-hmm. the future. It is. It really is. Throw, throw away iPads that have Matlock on you them. Don't this, you don't want this kitchen sink approach to technology. No. You, want you have to get a new one for every season. Uh, so, yeah, that. <laughs> Matlock. An iPad. <laughs> get him a Matlock iPad. Uh, oh, her. It's a niece. Okay. <laughs> Nieces love Matlock. <laughs> Bitches love Matlock. Uh, so, Kimberly had asked, uh, here, here is my question. This is the, this is the, the zap gal. Uh, can you think of anything awesome to add to my and my roommates before we graduate bucket list? We're seniors with one semester left and we want it to be awesome. And then she makes a little smiley face. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I don't know. Was there anything that you really wanted to do before you finished college? Fuck a bunch of sorority girls. Oh yeah. Probably. She's probably already done that. Like that's gotta be like those, like a cheese had sex with a bunch of sorority. Those girls? all girl shower makeout sessions have got to be oh, old yeah. hat by now. According to playboy. Yeah. I don't know. Unless they were, unless they were holding it back from her. As a surprise. Oh, sure. Before your uh, Von Voyage into into regular life. Um, You know, that actually wasn't Make a a really awesome haunted house. Fuck, it's too late. Um, Um, For next year. Oh, but she's graduating. Okay, got it. Uh, Okay, so you could be the first first, uh, pledge class ever to do a January haunted house. 
Oh, that's true. Get that over with. Or Valentine's Haunted House. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All like spooky lovers. Mm-hmm. A zo- zombie. You could order a spooky lovers pizza from, from Pizza Hut. <laughs> Little, it's like a tombstone. Is that a real thing? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, it should be. It should, yeah. Little bat-shaped uh, pepperonis mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's mushroom, good. Mushroom uh, uh, skulls. Ghouls. Yeah. <laughs> Sausage ghouls. Uh-huh. Skeleton cheese. Uh, pineapple uh, pirates because you always see those on Halloween. Yeah, you do. Uh, okay. Um, m- moving on. No, I mean, what what kinds of things did you do uh, that you uh, before graduating? Yeah, like what, what I really what, what are your good college memories? I, I would have done before graduating is stayed an extra semester so that I would have gotten the loan money for that semester also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, one the, thing that I wish I had done, uh, my what was supposed to be my last semester of college, was remembered to take the final for my online Beatles class. Oh, and so you that, didn't? Did so, you no, fail? I did. I failed because I missed the final, and then I had to... For your Beatles class. Yes. About the it band, was, the rock yes, band. it was a class about the Beatles, and that is why I didn't graduate from college, is because I failed the Beatles. Wow. It was, you know... It was like, wait, I just saw your diploma in the bathroom. So. I did. Ev- I okay. eventually did graduate, but I had to stay an extra semester to take the Beatles class on the Internet again. Really? Yep. Yeah. Huh. I'm sure that I knew that. Probably. But I don't know if our listeners did. So, yeah, you might want to show up to all your finals. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, vow to this is going to be this is going to be the semester that I finally show up to all of my finals. Sure. That, that would be an important one. Um, I always wanted to take lithography and I never got to take lithography uh, because I didn't I ran out of time so I would suggest that you take lithography yeah, maybe just fail you know what change majors and just start over just mm. stay these are the best years extend of your life. the party yeah I mean you got you you living in a sorority house like who knows mm-hmm. you know it's probably just... I mean those shirts were really uh, cute so I imagine that everything's yeah, I mean, going if well. You, if you made those, like, imagine what else you'll make. If you give yourself another ten or fifteen years, you could be like, you could be like the Van Wilder of Kenyan College. I don't think this college is actually in Kenya. Okay, uh, it's Kenyan with an O. Okay, so I'm Con- I'm Kanye, curious as to Kanye West College why you ended up with a bunch of larges. Large is normally the size that sells really well. Is it because know. the girls in your sorority are, are Ex- so extra tiny? Petite. Maybe that maybe all the men there are extra petite. Huh. Or maybe they're Kenyan right. College might be an uh, all women's school. Oh, right? it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I looked at this. Th- this picture doesn't have any men in it, but it also doesn't have any people in it. So right. It's got a spire. Be yeah, an uh, animal university. Some snowy trees. Yeah, this is a place where trees go to college. <laughs> uh-huh. And those larges are definitely not going to fit on a good sized fur. No, they're not. Um. One thing that I was going to say a minute ago. About uh, your college bucket list? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one thing that you're going to realize is that it is only after you graduate from college that you start having the occasional horrible anxiety dreams about how you didn't actually graduate from college and mm. you're supposed to go to a final and you didn't know that you were registered in the class and you don't know where your yeah, that does books are. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, and also you're naked. Mm-hmm. I don't know, unless it's an all nude school, right? I like to think it's an all nude school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hey, what else we got? Uh, there was another thing in the old business where somebody had also asked a question, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick says, I have a question of my own. One of my friends has, for the past several months, taken to greeting everyone he knows with, how you doing, buddy? Trying to do a funny Polly Shore impersonation. It's getting to the point that the proper response would be a punch in the head. Do you have any suggestions for a funnier and more up-to-date greeting he can use? No, I'm I'm coming down on this guy's side of this one. That, that, it doesn't get any funnier than... Polly Shore's antics. Um, I would respond with Polly Shore's other favorite line of mine, which is, look at the wood you've created. Or, I'm the weasel. Yeah, yeah, the That's weasel. a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing about Polly Shore is, it's been long enough that it's funny now. Oh, right, right. It's retro. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, it's no longer, right. it's no longer like, you know, like Encino Man. Awesome. Yeah. Grow Watch, a mustache like- and start quoting Polly Shore back to your friend. And then you'll bond over this love of Polly Shore. Well, I only ever saw one Polly Shore movie, um, and it was the one where he moves back to the farm. Oh, where right. The dad uh, is played by that actor that looks like Dan Rather. Okay, I did not watch that movie. Um, it's it was the son-in-law. Yeah. Okay. Like he gets married, right? And then he has to go help his wife's family farm. I think so. Okay. Um, do not see the movie Polly Shore is Dead. That is a terrible movie and will be a waste of $4 or $5 if you see it at a Walgreens. I, my only advice is maybe you can tell this Polly Shore guy to find some new friends that aren't such a jerks. <laughs> That's your advice? Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, quote, quote it back to him. Stop, stop caring about things. <laughs> yeah, just just let it let it pass over you. You know, just bend like the reed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Sting will be dead. Huh? Oh yeah, just I wait, thought that wait, was a Dune reference. Wait by the no, just wait by the river, and eventually your buddy's body will float past you, sure. and you won't have to have killed him for his Polly Shore jokes. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, Sting! You were talking like Sting, like Fade Rotha. Yeah. Okay. And that's what he says. I will bend like a reed in the wind. And then he shoves his crisp knife up into his throat and then yells at him and breaks his face. Oh, okay. That was just in the movie, though. It's pretty awesome. They yeah, didn't do like a just... lot of that yelling and making They didn't do any the of that yelling, which was super disappointing to me. When you read the as, book? Yeah, when I read the book, I was very disappointed that uh, the whole killing word thing wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, hey, David Lynch, you're onto something. It'd be a good Halloween costume. You get that, you know, that air zuka thing that I have that shoots the like ball of oh, air. Oh, and yeah, then you, you say just, cha. You put, yeah, you put one of those on your wrist and you go around going cha. And then. Or you can shoot. say muadib. Yeah, shoot and then, that thing at people. Yeah. You know, and you're like, my name is a killing word. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> I think Polly Shore's name is a killing word. Nobody ever. Buddy. <laughs> Nobody ever hooked him up with a weirding module, so we didn't get to find out. Uh, RJ writes, what's the best way to clean an extremely dirty pair of chucks? They're almost completely covered in dirt. I think you putting that, <laughs> yeah, on, you putting that on a new line was Roy making some uh, free verse poetry out of yeah, the, the yeah, questions. Yeah. So here's the nice thing about chucks. Uh, by the time they're dirty, they've also just completely fucking yeah, fallen so you apart. Just throw, them, just throw away. them away and buy a new pair. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it solves itself. Man, uh, you can put them in the washing machine. There's really? nothing wrong with no, that. Yeah. There's no way, like you can't even you can't even put them like if you leave them on the floor and nothing happens to them, you'll they come fall back apart. the next day and they'll just have disintegrated. <laughs> They're filled with spiders. Um you, yeah, they, maybe they, I wash my shoes all the time. You're even the ones that are made out of leather. I don't I don't care. Yeah. 
Yeah, wash them. Your moccasins. I think I've washed these shoes that I'm wearing. Those those shoes that are made out of uh, out of sugar that'll just disintegrate, <laughs> and you just, like, put them in yeah. the washing machine. Whoops. Well, guess I better make yeah. some new ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fresh supply. I don't think there are actually shoes that do wash your clogs. Now I want to do that. I want to make some some uh, wooden sugar <laughs> shoes. Zapatos de los muertos. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, I think you're onto something with yeah, that. Yeah, so I, apparently, you, yeah, I don't know. That you don't want to wash them because then you're just going to look like a dweeb with brand new, totally clean chucks. Oh, that does uh, dig into your street cred if yeah. you have clean chucks. There's also apparently like different ways that you lace them indicate different sorts of gay sex that you like. Really? I think that's something your wife told me. <laughs> uh, she might have just been making fun of me. Maybe. Um, she did also buy you those uh, fancy dongles. To those go on. Some lace plates with my initials on them, which I've continued to wear. Uh, no. One of them fell apart. I was worried. I was. I looked down and I, the, the, the J was still there, but the Z was gone. And I really? was like, oh, so shit. So now you're at? I was afraid that I'd lost it uh, in Vegas and I, I was never going to find it. There was no way I was going to retrace my steps. Right. Uh, but it had fallen off in the hotel room. So I kept oh. it and I'll just glue it back on. Really? Okay. See, the thing is that any accessories that go with chucks, they don't make them to last because they know it doesn't fucking matter. That's true. Yeah. It, I've never seen as cheaply manufactured a pair of shoes as these shoes, which are also like, how, how is it that they're so popular? I mean, they're, they, they look cool. Yeah, for a while. You can get away with right? it. They also look cool when they're old and ratty. The heels, the heels disintegrate and that is a problem. Giving you blisters all the but time. But that's why you get shoe goo and you fix them. I don't know that shoe goo is going to do the trick. Shugu doesn't do anything. It glues goo together. It doesn't though. It's like it's like liquid nails, except it's like if you took out ineffective. Yeah, they figure out all of the things that make liquid nails effective, and they remove that, and then what's left is shugu. This is like uh, rubber cement, only not sticky. It still gets you high. Okay, <laughs> as an as an inhalant, I guess its its, mm-hmm. its properties are still pretty adequate. But I've never used shugu to fix. Uh, shoes what you, you, I'll, I'll always used it as a glue to glue little crafts together okay that, which that you were giving to other people as gifts so you didn't care yeah it just needed to last long enough yeah it turns out for a lot of people if you uh use it to glue uh pieces of tag board that you've drawn on onto earring posts it uh some people's skin reacts to it <laughs> um it's also a, a critical ingredient in the chinese delicacy shugu gai pan <laughs> oh Sounds delicious. Um, you can play the really Xbox Live Arcade game Rugu while huffing Shugu, and maybe that would make that game fun, but I doubt it. <clears throat> Musing in Melbourne writes, I recently started a relationship with one of my housemates, and while I've lived with a significant other before, she has not. Being in such close proximity has really accelerated the usual progression. Uh, any tips or advice on how to not totally fuck this arrangement up? Hmm. Uh, you can move out. Yeah, you're going to have to. Eventually, even if you're still together, like I mean, you make her move out. Mm. Well, it really depends who cheats awkward. on who. Who's, yeah, whose whose name is on the lease, uh, and who gets along with the other roommates better? I mean, it's it's rough. Like it's gonna it's gonna happen. You're gonna you know you, the the people that you're in close close proximity with are yeah. gonna be the people that you hook up with. Um, you know, even if it goes well, you're you'll probably move out, right? Because you'll decide I need my own space because I'm I'm a grown up and no, you know, I don't we should have that. our own apartment. You were never big on cohabitating something. with people. Did you ever live with any girls other than your wife? Mm, no, eh, you never did. Did you guys live? I mean, I lived you... with your wife for a while. I guess. <laughs> did you guys live together before uh, you no. were married? 
Mm-mm. Yeah, I've lived with I've lived with a lot of girls that I've been in relationships with. It's always rough. Yeah, I'm not a big proponent of that I mean, because that one... um, I feel that you end up being in a relationship a lot longer than you should be because it's complicated to yeah, that's true. untangle yourself. Yeah, that is that is probably a little truer than it would otherwise be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, it's uh, not do that. She, well, but then it's like I don't know. I mean, that's uh, all you know. So the, here's the, the question thing. here is: This has already happened, right? So he's already with the uh, flatmate. Uh, I hate driving places. I yeah. hate you, you I make hate, girls move into you, uh, move move in with you if you want to date them, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I like I just don't you know I like I wouldn't even go like if the best person in the world lived a mile away and I would a mile away. Yeah, I wouldn't like it's just because you got to put on your shoes, you got to tie them. Yeah, you do have a problem which with takes that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I discovered flip flops and it just it changed my world. Right, it's like. And, you know, and I'm thankful to my parents for not letting me know that flip-flops existed for so many years because so that they could surprise me with shoes. them later in life. And it was right. like, well, this is great. These are flip-flops and this is a TV. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, that, you know, now that I know about TV, I never have to go anywhere. So hey. that's true. Uh, yeah, no, man, I just hated it. I, I, like, I, I dated this girl for a while and it was just like we would constantly we'd be going someplace that was in between her house and my house and she would make me come pick her up and take her there oh. and i would just be like god damn it what she just, wouldn't meet you there no she refused and i was like fuck just move into my house jesus christ you are mm-hmm. so annoying just move <laughs> into my house Really? That was your solution rather than you are so annoying. Maybe we shouldn't date anymore. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's, my mind is, sure. I mean, it's it's your life, man. It is a whirling vortex of terrible ideas. And every once in a while, one of them manifests. Mm -hmm. Usually I'm too lazy to do anything about the dumb ideas that I have. Mm -hmm. Well, you let them play out and then you, you know, for next time. Well, sure. No, I didn't learn anything from any of that. Okay. Um, and this guy won't learn anything from this situation, you know? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's probably going to be fine. You guys will probably end up married, and uh, then you guys can buy the house that you're living in and let your uh, th- your other roommates live there as uh, renters. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. You'll charge them less rent. Pay for your mortgage. Because you'll be, you know, like, every time you become somebody's landlord, you, you, you do that thing like, whoa, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I'm never going to be as mean to my kids as my parents are to me. Right. And every time you have a bad landlord, you're like, boy, when I'm a... When I'm a slumlord, I'm going to treat my tenants right. Right. Not charge them any rent uh, mm-hmm. or just really be really laissez-faire about collecting the rent. Right. Um, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what you'll do. It'll be great. You'll live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. I agree. People, everybody tells me that I, my approach uh, was always terrible. And to what? They, they say that about our buddy Jamin, too, who always is uh, just, you know, it's like, all right, we're dating. We're seriously dating. It's time for you to move in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know. It just works out. Mm, it's just. I, a I would thing still go back do. to the. Um, you end up dating someone maybe you shouldn't be for much longer. Sure, but I mean, maybe you'd be doing that anyway. Maybe that's true. I maybe mean, you're yeah. just scared of change. That that's true also. Yeah. I, you know. You know, if you're too lazy to break up with somebody you hate just because they live with you, you'd probably be too lazy to break up with them even if they didn't <laughs> live with you. Really? Right? So I, yeah, I mean. Because it's, like, it's not like you're, it's like, you don't have to help her move her stuff out because you've broken up. Right. You know, it's not like if it was your girlfriend, that's like, oh, sure, I'll help you move. But if it's like, no, you're not my girlfriend anymore. Pff. Right. Maybe you should get a new boyfriend and have him, him help, have you, him move, help you, move you move out of my move house. Your stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell him not to break any of my shit. Right. Or drink any of my beer. Hmm. 
Roy, we got one more postcard question to read, and then we should uh, we should go to the phones. Okay. I'm always excited when we get to go to the phones. Yeah, me too. All right. So this postcard is from uh, Drems. Uh, from Drems? About, about six years ago, I fell out with a close friend, and we haven't spoken since. At issue was whether there is evidence for extraterrestrials interacting with humans. He claims there is because of a video he saw. He showed me the video, and I dismissed it, saying he needed to work on his critical thinking. Question. Should I suspend my disbelief for the sake of the friendship? Um... Let's see. I think Votrasart must be a brand of eye drops. What? Oh, oh that's what's on the front. Ah, yeah. Eye drops. For, great. This is a cool postcard. It's like lenticular, and there's maybe like a French girl drinking mm-hmm. a martini and winking, winking, winking at you mm-hmm. seductively. Um, you know, don't stop being friends with somebody because they believe something stupid. Right. Like, you know, you, you don't have to believe it. There are also greater deal breakers than that. Right. Uh, say you know what, buddy? I know that you believe pretty strongly in this stuff that you're showing me on this video. Mm, I Uh, don't. Let's just agree to disagree about whether or not you're a retard. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then he'll say, don't use that word. It's hurtful. Right. And you'll say, okay, well, you should just stop being friends with me because I'm an insensitive clod. Um, Oh, so in the end, they're not friends. It's, you know, often the things that you have falling outs with friends over are not actually the thing that you're having a falling out with the friend could over be. you know i mean it's, it's I mean, like the like, straw sure yeah it's just one individual argument that's like points out to you that it's the kind of person that you don't respect enough to really be friends with but like that doesn't mean you have to like make a big show out of never talking to them again right like don't don't do that mm-hmm. you know don't like you don't or make a point of uh, pointing out that you don't believe in what they believe or that yeah, they're wrong about a, what they believe. No, I mean, that's a, that's a like arguing with people about beliefs that they hold very strongly is a young man's game. You, you eventually you eventually just decide to stop doing that. Sure. Also, Be, because the, you, you want to still have friends or there, so, something. Or, I mean, if if I had had a falling out with that, I was going to say caveman, but what I meant was cab driver. Um what cab driver? The cab driver who uh, who asked me on the way to the airport if I wanted to see a picture of a giant, and who uh, who this cab driver very much believed that giants uh, roamed the earth and that oh many, a giant giant giants yeah and not that, Andre and that many of them uh, many of them were were still around in the form of uh, say the Sasquatch. Um, and do you mean giants as in um, the offspring of humans and angels? I don't know. Like the hmm. so uh, so instead of instead of saying look you're crazy you need to work on your critical thinking skills drop me off right now even though we're only halfway to the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, "Oh yeah, like uh like how in the in uh Genesis it talks about, you know, the the north of Eden where the half giants dwelt." And yeah. he was like, "Yes, exactly." And guy we you know got it was like So then you you had something in common and, yeah, and we, we talked, talked about it, talked about the giants. Right. Um just do that. Mm-hmm. Just do that. Come up with crazy crack do like that XKCD strip where you you start playing other crackpot conspiracy theories <laughs> against. It's like, you know, it's like, well, were those really uh, were those really aliens, or was it just the CIA's uh, satellite mind control rays convincing you that, that there aliens. were aliens? Pro- yeah. Because the aliens are yeah. here, and they're trying to protect them. Maybe uh, somebody coded the the keypad of a payphone with LSD, and that's what made you think that you saw an alien. Oh, that is a thing, right? Because in high school, we had payphones, and, and I used to use the payphone a lot, and now I have a cell phone. I never get high. 
like on acid. Yeah, I mean, you you from using the cell yeah, phone. Yeah, that, that this was the thing that I bet your nephew didn't know was that the way that you uh, and this is what you just can't do this anymore. This advice mm-hmm. is useless because there aren't pay phones. The anymore, way that you dial acid you, is by you just li- using you a dial dial. You just you just go and lick the keypad of every payphone that you mm-hmm. see until you start tripping balls, mm-hmm. and eventually you will. Yeah, you it doesn't take as many payphones as you'd think. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and plus you make a lot of friends because so you know you got to wait in line every once in a while. Sure, or you know you just use the ones that people are using. Oh, like while they're using, yeah, say, yeah, excuse, yeah. excuse me for a yeah. second here. Yeah. Sorry, this, this, this will take a second. These balls aren't going to trip themselves. Right. You say that to them. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go to the phones uh, and uh, and uh, talk to this guy who uh, only identifies himself as a mailman. Hi, Vice Hot Dog. I am a mailman, and Christmas is coming up. I'm looking for a way to remind all my customers that mailman likes to receive tips, but I don't want to come across as presumptuous. What do you think I should do? Also, don't forget to tip your mailman, and as a stinger, dark wheat, dark meat, or light meat. So I actually, this uh, call came in a little while ago, and I was inspired to uh, to give my mailman an appropriate holiday tip. And so what I did was I uh, I put the flag up as though I had outgoing mail to send. And when mm-hmm. the mailman came and opened it up to see what uh, what I had to send out, it turns out what I had was a delicious honey-baked ham with his name on it. Really? Yeah. A whole ham. A whole ham on, wow. the, on a plate with all the fixins. What, what if this was a gentleman who doesn't eat uh, pork products? Oh. Huh. Do you think of that? No, well, no, then, he, then he wouldn't want a Christmas tip, right? He said holiday tip. Uh, okay, right? he's just he's just trying to he's just trying to be non-denominational so that he gets more moolah. Uh, I see. It's some more of that scratch. Uh, uh, I, so I always wonder about this because I do want to leave a tip or something for my my uh, postal carrier, and I never do because I don't know what to leave. Because normally, if you go to a bar and you get a drink. Or you get two drinks or three drinks, right? You leave a dollar a drink. Am I supposed to leave a dollar per mail? A dollar uh, per piece of mail that you that received? I receive because I haven't kept track. You're gonna go broke. And is it? Uh, does it include mailers that I received w- without having asked for them, or is it only personal mail? If you, and, you know, and if you wouldn't go broke just normally, I would start making you go broke by repeatedly sending you checks for fifty cents. Oh, sure. Yeah. Never catch um, up. It's weird. Like, I feel like you used to have a relationship with your mailman, right? Sure. Like, I mean, if you were a bored housewife, you had an extra special yeah, exactly. relationship with your mailman. Yeah, right? you, you mean your dad. Like the milkman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I, the, so I'm always out front smoking when the mailman shows up. Not always. Uh, when the mailman shows up at the office. And so, well, we know that no, guy. We know right? that guy. Yeah. But that, like, and he's, he's like, really he's been friendly. The for a couple of years. He is really friendly. He's like, here you go, my friend. But I don't know what says. his name is. Uh, I don't right? know. Um, where I used to live before in in, um, in Santa Barbara, um, I did know that that guy's name. I don't remember any now because you know I, I moved away, and uh, my mind yeah, is a sieve. You put out a ma- an, an envelope that says mailman. He'll be like, I don't know where the fuck this goes. I I've taught you better than this. Right. It doesn't even have a yeah, stamp on it. Yeah, that would be it. insulting. And you're like, no, it's for you. Yeah. It's for you. The thing is, it's a different person a lot of the time. That's true. So that's hard um, to know. Who who are you tipping? Do, do you write uh, mailman who mostly delivers to this address or postal carrier? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit outside with an envelope with a big red bow on it. And uh, I'll just smoke cigar after cigar until the mailman shows up. And mm-hmm. then when he shows up, I'll say, here you go, buddy. This is for you. Okay. 
and hand it to him. How much money are you going to put in there? Five hundred dollars. I don't. I don't. Five hundred. What do you? What do you? What seems typical? appropriant? Yeah. Right. I mean, it brings me. Um, you know what? Uh, uh, postman who called us up. I would like to know what you think is an appropriate uh, type of tip, because his question is about how he should remind his customers uh, that they should tip. And yeah, and you really it's can't. Obvious. You really can't without being a dick. Well, you just stop delivering the mail. Oh, yeah. You start holding their mail hostage. And, and then you, uh, because you get to deliver the mail, you make up flyers that say, if you want to see your mail again, you know, and then you oh, put man. down. And, you, you know, like you could cut, uh, you could cut letters out of all the different pieces of junk mail. You exactly. Got yeah. Got a lot of that. So that they don't know who, who it is, who's or doing it. you could just use that font. Oh, right. That looks yeah. like that. They have that. Ransom note. Mm-hmm. You probably get in trouble for doing that. I think what you do is you make an amazing uh, little flyer which uh, tells about the history of tipping your mailman. And you go to Wikipedia and you find a great article about that. And it's a little, did you know? And it talks about how uh, people used to give their their postal carriers a whole live chicken or uh, a baked ham uh, during the holidays, during the winter solstice. Uh, so that they would continue delivering your mail promptly and on time and through rain and sleet and snow. That might work out too well, though, and then he ends up, like, unable to drive the mail truck because of, the, of too many live chickens. That's true. In it. That is that's, a risk you're going to have to take. That's rough. They're going to scratch up and shit on everybody else's mm. mail. Just, just a brief little history lesson for people, and then they'll start thinking about it. You just plant a seed. Is there actually a rich tradition of gifting uh, your mailman? I think there is one. Do you think I don't know. It's it? it's rich. You know, it really depends on how much you're putting in that envelope. I am honestly curious because that's a thing where my parents you know, do that. Yeah. How yeah. much do they give the mailman? I think uh, what they give them is like a liqueur cake or something. Huh. Like usually some kind of cookie or food thing. Which I think is weird, right? Because you're guessing as to whether this person eats wheat or not or uh, drinks liqueur. Well, but or... I mean, I think that's a tradition that predates uh, celiac disorder. Sure. That's true. Uh, hey, here's another question. Hi, Advice Hot Dog. Um, I am currently locked out of my apartment. My roommate walked the door. Um, what should I do right now? Thank you. Bye. So we really need a little more uh, information here. If they locked you out on purpose to be jerks, you need to just fucking burn the place to the ground. Mm-hmm. His his apartment that he lives in. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. But then he won't be able to get in. Or well, sure he will. will. If, I mean, well, then he won't want to get in. Yeah. Well, right? Uh, because it's yeah. burnt burn like to the ground. grapes were sour anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it's not, if it was an accident, um, just run, a, like take off all your clothes and just hop up onto every windowsill in turn and just sort of thrust your balls against the glass until eventually, they open the door eventually they'll see you and be like oh we, we gotta let that shit in right now oh right because they'll be really excited yeah, about be the, like, oh, the free, thrusting free balls all we have to do is open the door really do you think that that advertises free balls well well i guess you know, they are free swinging in the wind <laughs> they are free um uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any real advice. Uh, there's a there's this, well, there isn't because he called us le- uh, a few days ago, this, right? So this buddy of ours, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably he's still out there. Probably situation has worked itself out by this point. Um, a, a, a buddy of ours uh, told the story about how his housemates thought it was a hilarious joke to dose him with LSD and then lock all of the doors to the house 
and just leave him wandering outside. Really? Yeah. The guy had some real pricks for roommates. Wow. Oh God, yeah. yeah. You move out so, of that place yeah, if that happens do. to you. Yeah, you do. Um, so this guy, uh, this guy had sent us uh, some other some other questions. This guy's having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, he called us a few times and uh, he was uh, worried that we would be pissed off at him for uh, leaving such long messages, which we are not. This is going to be this is going to be an uncharacteristically earnest uh, section of, of the show. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, like you can get in these you can get in these modes where you start feeling ashamed of everything that you're doing because nothing sure. is uh, nothing is really working out you know especially if you're your like, perception is that it's not working out yeah you're trying to you're trying to get your footing and maybe you've like just started drinking and so uh, sure. emotion uh, emotion regulation is a little bit a uh, little bit out of control but like right. no man don't 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 sweat it don't sweat it at all yeah. and uh, it, you know it, it it gets better. Yes, uh, that's I, a I good mean, it's seriously, it, no, it seriously does. does. Like, um, he talked about um, now we're we aren't playing this this message because he asked us not to play the phone call. But also, it's uh, really really long. Yeah, it is really long. Uh, you know, but there's this girl that that he really likes and would like to get to know and was getting to know more so, but she is now uh, you know sort of putting him off and saying that she's very busy. Uh, you know, tell her that you like her. Yeah, don't and, do that. No, no. Here's the thing: if you really like a girl and you've been hanging out, and then she suddenly doesn't want to hang out with you anymore, like it's just extra not going to happen. Like it wasn't going to happen no. to okay. begin with. Just, just let it go. Just, just walk away from it. So, well, it, I was going to say that that he might as well, because the worst that can happen is that she's just going to, you know, say okay, thanks. Well, no, the worst that the worst that can happen is that she's going to say something to you that you will look back on with horror and shame and just revulsion at yourself for the rest of your life. What would she right. say? I don't know, man. I don't have any examples of that kind of thing okay. from I mean, just because I don't want to tell anyone about these horrible situations that I put myself in by well, by like trying to trying to stomp forward in these situations sure, that but I should have just walked away from, right? It gets better. I'm thinking right now of all the situations in my life that I wish I would have told someone that, you know, I like you or you know, yeah, I, that my, I want more to happen and now I know that either case none of that would have mattered because it does get better and I ended up with someone else. The, this is the price that you pay for not being so like being awkward around girls when you are in college is the price you pay for not being the kind of guy who at 35 looks back on high school as the best time of his life. That's true. Right. Like if you're a person who is, you know, maybe interested in like knowing things and learning things and figuring things out, like you're not necessarily going to be real good with the ladies. Sure. As a, just socially in general. But what that means is that for your entire life, you're just going to keep getting better at stuff and mm-hmm. keep understanding things better and better. I think there's a certain category of person who doesn't naturally come to an understanding of social interactions. You kind of have to work out the math, right? You don't just get along with people naturally. You really do have to spend a lot of time observing people and figuring out the ways in which people interact and learning from experience what kind of things you say that just really piss people off and make them not like you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you sort of do that by kind of setting a lot of shit on fire, both inadvertently and on purpose in terms of the people that you know and the people that you interact with. And it takes a long time, but you eventually get to where you're okay at, you know, 
Um, my side of things on that is that for me, it's more about um, not trying to speak or be a certain way that I perceive as being the way that I should speak or be. Am I making sense? I, I, I should just go with my... Uh, is this one of the, those times? Are you doing that now? Because I think you should maybe try to speak a little more clearly. Sure. <laughs> um, I feel that I am better when I try to be as sincere as possible rather than uh, trying to be a way that I perceive as being cool or being the right way to be. It, it is always about not saying stuff. It's not about saying the right thing. It's about not saying the wrong thing. Sure. Right. And, and, and it, it's it is just, better to be quiet than... Yeah. Just listen, you know, listen to people. It's 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 true. But here's here's the thing. I would have. Uh, there were many many times when I was in the exact same boat that this guy was, and I don't know what happened, but I know eventually it got to the point where I just never had trouble getting laid anymore. And mm-hmm. that's you know, it's outwardly. It's not just about sex, right? It, but it, in a lot of ways, being the kind of person who can regularly convince women to sleep with you is like being a happy, social, popular person, right? Like, Sure. Well, it, being a person that a, others want to be around. It's a, it's a symptom, right? Mm-hmm. And it is the one that you're thinking about all the time because when you can't get anybody to sleep with you, it's like makes you really unhappy. Sure. And it's like there's this giant part of what it means to be a human that you just don't have access to because of, because of your social awkwardness. Eventually, you get to a point where it's just not a problem anymore. And it is not by paying any attention to it at all is mm-hmm. the problem. That's the trick, right? It's not like you get better at talking to girls. It's like you just get better at being the kind of person that girls want to talk to. Sure. Right. At being. Maybe of, maybe there are guys that can like practice this. I mean, maybe you go to one of those seminars where they teach you how to pick up girls. But then that's like, yeah, cheap but and, that's not that's like cheap and sleazy and insincere and, and, and bullshit. And, doesn't and get the, you know, the person also doesn't get to know what you are like. They get to know what uh, this construct of you is. Here's advice. If you're a guy who has bad luck with girls and you want to know how to get girls to like you, just spend a bunch of time working on stuff and getting good at stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just won't. It won't be a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. You'll meet girls. And so they do will what like you love. You because you will have all kinds of it. Well, do you think out, that works for girls also? I don't know. I you mean, know, being interesting and rich people that guys also really want to be with. Sure. Also be really hot. That's mm-hmm. another Maybe mm-hmm. you could get some surgery. Wow. I don't know, dude. I've never been a girl. I have zero. I have zero. Useful but that's your perception. Yeah. Just my, my perception is the only thing that you could do is just yeah. get some surgery. Guys have it a lot easier, I think. With what? With, With Because you can. Like if making up for if your If you uh, are physical... a guy and you're not particularly attractive, you can be funny or you mm-hmm. can make a bunch of money and then it just doesn't matter. And I feel like it's just society makes it a lot. To, because, you know, society like, does. But but I feel that and, women. And, you know, assholes like me making that kind of. Sure. Joke, right? But like um, I feel that women also, you know, at a certain point, um, people that are interesting and sort of the kind of people that you want to be around uh, sort of give up the being very uh, focused on, on the outward appearance or the physical beauty because there are a lot of other things going on, right? Because that stuff does go away. And uh, what you're left with is the person that you spend, uh, you know, most of your time with. Yeah. I mean, it more or less doesn't matter because nobody's pretty forever. Yeah. But I just, I do, I do think that it is, you know, luckily for this guy, I think it is a lot easier for guys. You know, I don't, 
I don't have any perspective on how hard it must be to be like I was growing up, but to be a girl. It just seems like mm-hmm. that would have been so much harder then, and, and, you know, it, like it seemed like what I was going through was the worst thing in the world. And looking back, it's like, eh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That sucked. But it it made me a stronger person like it. You know, sure. It's, it's like and like I said, it's <sighs> your satisfaction with your life can only go up from from that point. Right. And like it, it is probably only going to go. I mean, maybe maybe not. You know, there's a lot of sad, pathetic old people. Maybe you'll be one of those. Mm-hmm. be awesome hey i would start by not referring to yourself as a sad sack of shit yeah don't uh self-deprecation only works if it doesn't seem like you mean it mm-hmm. uh so and that's an easy trap to fall into because it's a good way to be funny uh, by like making funny but you can go too far very yeah, easily very and easy to go too far then it. it becomes creepy yep so a buddy of mine in high school said here's how you be cool just keep telling everyone how cool you are until they believe it. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm really cool now. Yeah. Because all, all I ever talk about is how cool I am. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, hey, cool guys. How would people ask us questions? Cool guys is you. <laughs> hey. How would, how would cool guys ask us questions? Well, if they wanted to ask cool us guys questions, and, and cool ladies. Sure. Uh, you would go to advicehotdog.com and there you would see links to the show. If for some reason iTunes is not working, you can always listen to every episode on that website. If iTunes isn't working, it's because I fucked something up. And you sure, but me. you can still listen to to the episodes there. Uh, they also post sooner than they do on iTunes. That's true. But you wouldn't know it. Um, because this comes out after that. Uh, in any case, you can go there and follow us on Twitter at Advice Hot Dog. You can also send us uh, questions that way. You can like us on Facebook or you can send us questions at facebook.com slash Advice Hot Dog. You can also uh, give us a call at uh, 769-218-9225. We love getting phone calls. Phone yeah, calls we are really, really great. Do. And, and, and tell, tell us a name. There are favorite questions and yeah. the questions that we get the least often. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then you can also send uh, direct emails through electronic means to advicehotdog at gmail.com. Those are pretty good, too. Roy prints them out and puts them on sheets of paper that he hands me. I do. F- physical paper. Um, and then you can also send us those amazing postcards to Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Woo-woo. <laughs> All right, Roy. We need a really good stinger to make up for the to make up for the boring and and heartfelt and totally unhelpful advice. Sure, that we gave to that guy. Okay, uh, did we do the white wheat or dark meat. Yeah, no, it was a dark wheat or light meat. Are you sure? Did you say white wheat? I think it dark? was dark wheat. Wool wheaten or <laughs> woot woot light. Meat. No, no, no. It's dark dark meat or light meat. Dark dark wheat or light meat. Wow. It depends on whether you have a wheat imbalance. If you have a wheatus disease. Yes. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I think he meant dark meat or white meat. I think he said dark meat or white okay. meat. After dark meat. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No one. yeah, I think I think agreed. White meat is better for you. But it is, but who cares? you know, it's What's dry. What's the point in living a long time if you gotta eat that bullshit? Yeah. Although you know. You know, uh the the white meat is really good in a casserole or tamales or something like that. But Nothing if you're gonna really eat it straight Yes, it is. It's fantastic. You made me some tamales, and they were really good. I just don't. I'm prejudiced against them because they're Mexican. Okay, I I can understand that. 
respect it but not agree i i have to say uh you know after the after the thanksgiving feast that i engaged in in the in the in the buffet in las vegas still just don't really like white meat turkey Hmm. i didn't have any there uh but (laughs) looking at it made me remember okay and i remember it even more now sure um I like a turkey leg. You go to the Renaissance like Festival and you get a big turkey leg. Yeah, you they don't, don't go to the ever give you, you a, a turkey, turkey breast, breast, right? Yeah, yeah, they know. They mm-hmm. knew what was up even back in the Renaissance days. Ladies' in, in breasts, fake turkey days. legs. Okay. That's right. what you see at the Ren Fair. So ladies' breasts are white meat and their legs are dark meat. So I'm definitely more of a white meat guy. No, I'm saying you in should that regard. eat the turkey legs, look at the ladies' breasts. I see. They're all alabaster. Yes. In a bodice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cumberbund. <laughs> uh, what else? A tra- you know, trouser? actually, the the color of the breast doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd think we would have put more effort into yeah, you would preparing huh? for that singer, but we did, just didn't. No, yeah, so that that's what happens. Yeah, dark meat. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're just going to answer. We're just, it's just questions about our food preferences from now on. That's what all the stingers are: mayonnaise or mustard. Are. Mustard. Uh, mm. Although you don't ever mix uh, mustard with ketchup, do you? No. I sometimes uh, am a fan of the the red and white, which is uh, mayonnaise and and ketchup. Mm-hmm. Awful, Roy. Uh, I kind of like it. You now. should be ashamed of yourself. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs>